we want to teach children how to do life skills. I mean, yes, reading and writing and arithmetic matter in that. But when you tap a person's passion, you can so much create so, so much more than just passing the test at school and getting a graduate degree. Welcome to the Vibe Living Podcast, a podcast that talks about topics for women over 40. You know, that time of your life that many call midlife. That time of life when you can really vibe, be vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerge. Join me, Linus Woods-Mullins, certified holistic living and wellness expert for women over 40, as I talk about a variety of topics that address the wellness of the mind, body, and spirit for women over 40. Remember, midlife doesn't mean no life. Midlife is an opportunity to increase your self-love, your self-care, and your self-worth. It's your time to be vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerged. It's your time to vibe. So come on, let's vibe. Hello and welcome to the Vibe Living Podcast. My name is Linus Woods-Mullins and I'm a holistic living and wellness expert for women over 40 and I specialize in helping women to be well in their mind, body and spirit through teaching them about holistic practices, fitness and spiritual renewal. I truly do believe that all midlife women should be vibing and vibe really is an acronym for being more vibrant, intuitive, beautiful and emerged. And what's interested, interesting in midlife is there are all kinds of different ways to get there. We're going to be talking about that today with our guest, Kimberly Clark, who has an amazing story to tell in terms of how she has used nature, the outdoors, and horses to help people heal. I'm going to bring her on right now. Hi, Kimberly. Hello. It is so great to have you here on the Vibe Living Podcast. And I actually absolutely do believe that your unique way of helping people to vibe, to be more vibrant, more intuitive, more intuitive, more beautiful and emerged is uh, truly amazing. Tell us a little bit about you and how you came to work with using horses for healing. Yeah, well, for one, um, horses are um, just indicative to my blood. I'm Native American. And so the horses have always been the guides, you know, 200 plus years ago for the tribal people. And it's just a part of my blood. Um, You know, my father, my upbringing was very, you know, city, corporate. um, But in my blood, in the cells of my being, you know, I've had this passion for nature and horses as a child at two years old, I, and I'm 60 now, so, you know, I knew then that I was going to be working with animals in nature, and um, I've just followed what I love, which is nature, horses, animals, mm-hmm. as my made my career path, developed my life's work around what I love, and, you know, we may work out in the freezing snow, we may work, you know, 70 hours a week farm life has a different beat than city life and um it's a very natural 
it's it does have its own life it it, it never stops it's an amazing um, place the, the farm that I've created is a nonprofit organization a 501c3 and I've been doing nonprofit developmental work uh, so there is a business behind the nature aspect you know that ticks TikToks like any other business in the back office but it um, you know the, the the great part of it is you know right outside your office door is acreage and woods and water and animals so healingwithhorses.com is what i developed um 25 years ago so i've been facilitating and developing outdoor nature programs for for humans and we can heal animals very easily humans have the mind that likes to cycle, that's a little bit more challenging, but we've, we've been doing human development growth work for over 30 years. A lot of that at one time was done in the city and corporate boardrooms, and then we just took it outside. Well, wow, that's amazing. In fact, I was going to ask you, kind of take us through that journey of um, transition because um, in midlife, and, and, you know, we specialize in talking about midlife women. That's what I talk about all the time on Vibe Living. And it's full of change and transition. That time of life is just that. I mean, your relationships are changing. Your children are getting ready to leave the nest or already have left. Sometimes your relationships with your marriage, your husband changed. A lot of divorces right around that time. Uh, Career-wise, you might be reconsidering doing something and going back to school or maybe even retiring uh, and then our bodies are changing as well so Absolutely. The, you, know, you making this huge change from uh, living in the city in corporate america to um the uh working in the outdoors and in farms how did you make that transition i know you said it's always been in your blood but how did you make the transition well, I used to do legal work. I was a paralegal. My father said, oh, you're so strong, Will. You're so smart. You, you argue with a, a brick wall and you win. And, you know, you're going to be an attorney. And when you're young, you know, you listen to those parent tapes. And, and I'm glad I went down that road because I quickly learned, you know, after all the education, you know, within a three-year period that I did not want to work in the legal justice system, that I did not find justice there. So it was just, you know, part of my, also, I'm a freedom fighter. I'm a warrior for God. I'm a spiritual warrior. So it was just part of my natural transition to align myself with what I did like and what I did not like. And I, I wasn't finding a lot of good, you know, justice and my eyes were really opened in that world. And I said, I'm not going to do this. You know, I'm going to just toss it and go do what I want to do, which at that time I was young and I went back to school for wellness training and development, stress management training and development. And that's where I got into developing programs on a corporate level. And, you know, we did team building programs and, that then, you know, evolved from, you know, and that looked like exercise, it looked like yoga, it looked like nutrition, um, you know, all of the things that people should be doing to self-care for stress. But then I began to also study the parts of the body and how the body can naturally heal. So I've done a lot of that kind of study. So I in part facilitate myofascial release, reflexology, 
um, breath work is a huge holotropic breath work is a huge program that we promote at the farm. And I also travel and I go to, I go to different cities. If people have a group that they want, Oh, come do breath work. Then I'll do that. Um, and I've consulted with other farms, landowners who want to have use of their land and bring life back to their land versus just having a large piece of land. They're cropping it, you know, or, it's just sitting there dying with no life because, you know, sometimes people just have land and they don't know what to do with it. So, you know, because of my Native American heritage and at the cellular level that I like, I like to heal the earth. I like to heal the people and I like to do it, you know, in nature and with animals and I'm pretty ding dang good at it. So it just evolved in, in doing an alignment with, you know, what served my soul well and what I was here, you know, by God to do and the city and all of that, you know, it served me well because the the corporations and the, the halves of the world now within our nonprofit, they give into the nonprofit to serve those that are less fortunate and the have nots. Mm -hmm. So it's just evolved into, and, it, and it's continuing to evolve because I like to learn, I like to grow. I like to continue to explore the needs of the world and how we can help make a difference. So the two ways we do, go ahead. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, you know, I think it's fascinating because first of all, you have found what your passion is and you're serving your passion and you're willing to still grow within that passion and you're, you know, branching out and doing different things. And you're also um, reaching back on your previous training to help aid you in some of the things that you've been talking about. Um, I know that people are wondering, um, I've heard about healing with horses before. Um, I think I mentioned that to you and, and I was attracted to what you were talking about. Um, when we first met on Clubhouse, I said, oh, she sounds really interesting because I, I've heard of this before. But what is it about horses and healing? Why in particular? Why not, you know, a mountain lion and uh, a human being or, um, you know, a, a seal and a human being? What is it about horses in particular that lends itself so well to healing? Well, there's a lot, but I'll mention just a few. One of the things about the horse, and, and I've done this with high corporate businessmen sitting at their desk, you know, our human heartbeat naturally resting well, a well person, should be around 72 beats per minute. And when we're, you know, like we put heart rate monitors on people and watch them work a deal on the telephone, and they're over at like 130 beats per minute. And that's just not a healthy state to be in. And so a horse's natural resting heart rate is 42 beats per minute. So you become what you hang out with. So when you start to be with a horse out in the field, you don't have, this program is not about coming out and yippee-ki-yaying across the prairie and riding a horse. We can do that, but you have to graduate and put in a lot of time to be able to do that with our horses. But... So it's a non-riding program. It's an educational, transformational program about yourself and your inner parts. So, you know, back to the heart, the horse's heart beats 42 beats per minute. So when you spend a day with them, they, it, you just naturally bring your heart rate down just by being in that atmosphere and in their cadence. That's one. The other thing is, is they have an energetic field that can go for miles. 
So, you know, their heart transcends huge distances um, where, you know, a human, most humans have desensitized themselves because they're up here in their brain. They don't work from their heart. So they, they, they elegantly and intuitively know how to bring each person. I don't care if they're carrying afflictions. I don't care if they're carrying stress, anxiety, depression, grief, anger, joy, love, whatever they're carrying. These horses can go from one person to the next and know what it is they're carrying and know how to trans. They, they, they diffuse that and then they transfer that into something greater, you know, like peace, like, you know, the vibration of love mostly the vibration of peace because for us to heal we have to have a peaceful body that's that's wow that's amazing that i i have so many questions about that i think about you know of course most americans have been exposed to horses on television and or in the movies and i look back at that now and i'm thinking oh my goodness how traumatizing was that for that horse to be in that kind of environment uh because of things that they have to do you know and some of them like get shot at and have to fall down or they ride them really hard you know or whatever it is and i'm just wondering i know they have trainers on the set and everything else but i wonder how that impacts them because what i'm what i'm hearing you say that they are a very very gentle soul they are and it is it is traumatizing I, it's traumatizing for me to go to a horse race, for me to go to a rodeo, for me to go to a horse show, because I'm a naturalist and I can go get out on, in the field, you know, and get on any of my horses. Of course, they're my horses. I've lived with horses for 45 years and do anything with a horse with no ropes, no nothing, because I have established the relationship and we have just this poetry in motion, you know, mm -hmm. relationship exchange. And when what you see on TV and what you see in rodeos, it's all about control and it's all about the conquest of the human gaining something. Now, horses submit. And why do they submit? Because they're prey animals. They have, they have to be cared for by the humans. And if they don't submit, then they, 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 they that's their survival person, right? So they'll do, and they do it because they can. Do they like it? Not really. You know, it's not natural, but they do it. And they're amazingly smart. I mean, they're, they, I mean, you know, look at what all they've done with men. You know, it's, it, you know, TV shows, jumping shows, race shows, rodeos, wars. They, they carried humans literally and figuratively since the beginning of time. Mm, that's that's just amazing, especially the part about saying that they don't necessarily like it, but they do it because they know they can. Uh, another thing I wanted to talk about, because I know you have your um, your um, healing with horses uh, programs, but you also have uh, something that is also your passion, and that is the outdoor school. And the thing that I think is so interesting about that, that, to me, the outdoor school is the epitome of vibe living because of uh, what they're exposed to and how they are encouraged to learn. But tell our listeners a little bit about that and, and how that came to be. Well, how that came to be is just also an evolution of my soul and and what you know what i'm asked to do by god and 
you know, so my, my program, the Healing with Horses program, yes, we work with the horses, but it's a curriculum-based program. And it, it dives into the inner parts of ourselves. It's highly um, works with the emotional content of every aspect of who we are, whether it be disease or whether it be how we do relationships, whether it be about making a life change decision. So we, we break down the emotional content of the aspects of us. And it can also be generational. A lot of our stuff is learned behavior that may, parts may serve as well, but a lot of parts don't serve as well in, you know, our life walk and what, you know, what we aspire to be. So the outdoor school just kind of evolved out of the curriculum-based Healing with Horses program that we've been working with. And, you know, when prior to COVID, I just heard God say, make this an outdoor school. Now, we don't know exactly what that's going to look like yet, but, you know, we've got some business coaches that are saying, you know, just do a module here on this land and a module here on this land. We're not, I know we're not going to make it look like a schoolhouse with walls and windows and, you know, mm -hmm. all of the system strict stipulations. I mean, we're, we're wanting to teach children um, the content of the inner parts of themselves. We want to teach children, you know, why are you here and what is your passion and how do you bring that into alignment and out into the world? And, you know, we, we want to teach children how to do life skills. I mean, yes, mm -hmm. reading and writing and arithmetic matter in that, but when you mm -hmm. tap a person's passion, you can so much create so, so much more than just passing a test at school and getting a graduate degree. So that's yes. how the, the, the school is in its early um, essence of development. And we've got some PhDs from different areas that have spent some time with me that mm -hmm. are actually, you know, opening an outdoor school or a, a, and a private. And we're doing this privately. We're not doing it. You know, we're not a numbers person. We're a quality person. Okay, I mean, we want quality, we want output. So we're okay if we just do 10 children, you know, and then that grows to where the next year we do 10 more. We're not wanting, because, you know, think about it, Linus, 30 children to one teacher in a classroom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's a, a lot. lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. A lot. And, then, and, then, and then you got to pass this test and then you're, you're, you know, then you're labeled as to, oh, well, he's good because he's the top student and he's, not, you know, and this one's over here. That kind yes. of stuff. Yeah. Yes. You know, I feel like our in our country, well, we're just going through a major, whatever you want to call it, revamping or whatever. But definitely when it comes to our educational system, it is so lacking because children are learning differently now, especially because of the current environment we're in with the pandemic and uh, with, you know, two two members of the family working or only one single person raising several kids and having to work two jobs because the economy is so expensive. It's just different dynamics than it was when, when we grew up or when our parents grew up. You know, if there was anything in particular that, oh, I, I want, before I go to that, I want to make sure that we get a chance to share about tiny homes. Uh, this is something that is fascinating. Uh, my husband's fascinated with tiny homes. Uh, I think I've shared with you that, you know, we wanted to have a container home. Uh, so tell us about tiny homes and how that all fits into what it is you've been doing. 
Well, we're, we have three under construction. We have a, um, a capital campaign going now for um, through Indiegogo, and the link is in the back channel. And um, anyhow, I personally just got involved in that because I like I like different things. You know, we're doing we're going to do an earth hut. We're, we're building it. We're going to build an earth house out here where we build, you know, into the earth and, you know, all of the elements of the earth sustain, like you don't have to have heating systems and cooling systems because the earth does it. So I like to explore different ways. And um, the tiny house model concept just, and so did the outdoor school. God just said, this is what, you know, I want you to do. And this happened pre-COVID. So we went on this mission pre-COVID and then COVID happened. And then it just all started to fit like a glove because, you know, people, you know, they, they can learn more about themselves and help more in service and help one another, which is how our world is supposed to TikTok versus working 40 hours a week in a cubicle and coming home and being stressed out and not having any time or energy to give to anything else. So the tiny house model came because I had worked with so many years with all these people that were stressed out. And, you know, if they lived in a five or 600 square foot space and they didn't have a big fat mortgage and they didn't have all that stuff, then they could, you know, you know, relax more they could you know breathe more they could have more time for themselves to be out being in service to someone else so that's how it evolved and we have three a beautiful concept and for those of you who are listening we do have kimberly's information her bio of course but also information how you can find out more about the things that she's passionate about um we have her website there the healingwithhorse.com we also have her indiegogo um, link as well. She's raising monies because these uh, tiny homes are going to be for homeless teen girls, which I think is so important and a huge issue right now in terms of what's going on to support uh, young women. We need to support them more instead of less. Yeah, and it seems like yeah, kind of going in the wrong direction in this country. And I can tell you, as a midlife woman, I really feel like it is up to us to shine a light on some of the. Um, things that are going on that are not supporting women any longer, that are tearing them down. And here you are with uh, a, a perfect way for someone to seep into something that could be so powerful. And that's giving homeless teenage girls a home. Kimberly, you are just an amazing person and I can feel your passion as I'm talking oh, to you. Thank you. We are really blessed have you on the show. I did want to ask you one more question because I ask this to everybody that comes on the show. I always ask them, how do you vibe? How do you stay vibrant, intuitive, beautiful, and emerged? Well, everything that I teach and promote, I do. I have personally done. So, um, you know, I, I, I exercise, I, I do yoga, I be in nature and I do process work. I, you know, I, I work with the emotional content of um, exchanges in relationships or if I have a pain in my neck or a pain in my knee or, you know, my toe hurts, what, whatever. I eat well. I, I mean, I've always loved exercise. I mean, that 
that's what drove me down the wellness and stress management path away from the legal work is you know i'm i'm a i'm a very physical you know movement energy i have a i have an intense and very high energy and i need to expend it somewhere and so you know having a farm is a perfect space there's always 25 projects a day and then you know then i go i'm getting ready to go to the gym at night and you know i take care of 20 some animals i love the animal vibration is a different vibration they have they have a they have a different brain they have a different heart and and they're they're more pure because they're not encumbered they don't hold they don't hold the experiences that human holds and humans cycle in their head animals don't do that animals just like you know it happened we we love we love we love and they carry on in love in yeah, the way I would de define animals um, is that, you know, they're present. Yeah. They're very present. They're not yes. so much preoccupied with the past. They're not so preoccupied with the future. They're very present, and which is totally opposite of humans, you know, which is so silly because we can't change the past and we can't predict the future. But, yeah, well, su supposedly. But here we are, you know, still trying to do that and stressing ourselves out in the process, whereas animals are very... If their needs are taken care of, you know, for that next hour, <laughs> they're fine. Uh, and, and and I think that's what's so beautiful about what you do because you're giving people the opportunity to learn how to be in a different way instead of always being stressed out all the time and pushed to the to their limits and not having anything uh, to kind of bring them back. And that's why it's just so lovely to have you here today. And thank you so much uh, thank for being here podcast it's been wonderful having you here you're welcome thank you and thank you to all of you who are listening again as i said before you can find out more about kimberly and her wonderful organization uh which is hoshoka you'll see her website you'll also see her link where she's raising funds for her tiny homes and on her website as uh, she talks about uh, the uh, horses she also talks about the outdoor school there's a blog on there and there's also information on how you can get involved to help support this wonderful nonprofit. Thanks so much for listening. It's wonderful to get a chance to talk with you about different ways that we can vibe in midlife, whether it's healing with horses or jumping out of parachutes or just taking better care of yourself and enhancing your self-care. It's all important. It's all a part of who you are as a midlife woman. So have a fantastic day. And most importantly, don't forget the vibe. Bye-bye, everybody. Thank you for listening to the Vibe Living Podcast. Please feel free to download, rate, share, and like the show. To find out more about living a vibe life, go to my website at wellnesswoman40.com or email me at vibelivingpodcast at gmail.com. Have a fantastic day and don't forget to vibe.